0: It's Tuesday, December, December, December 4th, 2018. I'm happy to say we reached consensus.
1: Just not on climate change with the U.S. at the G20. Time is running out. Leaders of the world, you must lead. A warning for a world at a crossroads as talks begin at the annual U.N. Climate Summit. Plus,
0: successful economic development and environmental protection go hand-in-hand.
1: The somewhat surprising environmental legacy of the late President George H.W. Bush.
0: All of those somewhat surprises and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And
1: I'm Desi Doyen.
0: Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. And if we want our kids to know that the joy that we've known, we've got to make sure that the Earth, with its incredible regenerative capability... Uh, can restore what we've taken nice thought maybe you should have mentioned that to your kid before he became president mr bush this is your green news report Okay, Desi Doyan, a lot of crossroads, a lot of summits, a lot of politics in today's Green News report.
1: Yes, first, the surprising environmental legacy of George H.W. Bush, the 41st president of the United States, who died last Friday. His policies were mixed, but he was instrumental in some landmark environmental policies. He signed the world's first international climate treaty, the Montreal Protocol, that is now succeeding in repairing the planet's protective ozone layer. He signed a major expansion of the Clean Air Act that addressed acid rain and smog-forming pollutants, and it provided the legal and regulatory basis for the Obama administration's climate change policies. And remember that dire National Climate Assessment report that the Trump administration tried to bury on Black Friday? I do? Yep, Bush signed that law that requires that report on climate impacts every four years. Bush 41's environmental legacy is a stark contrast, of course, to today's science denying Republican Party and the Trump administration.
0: It certainly is. And there's uh, a lot of things I could say but won't for the moment about uh, George H.W. Bush and his presidency. But when it comes to his environmental legacy, it wasn't fantastic. But in comparison to what the Republican Party has become, including his own son, George W. Bush, and of course, Donald Trump. Well, I miss the good old days, I guess.
1: Meanwhile, at the G20 meeting in Buenos Aires over the weekend, 19 of the 20 world leaders gathered at the summit signed a joint communique pledging to join together to fight climate change, which Trump refused to sign until the U.S. delegation carved out a special paragraph just for the U.S., reiterating Trump's intention to withdraw from the United Nations Paris Climate Agreement and with thinly veiled support for fossil fuels. And according to a comprehensive new report, measuring progress toward the goals of the Paris Climate Agreement. Among the G20 nations, 15 reported that their emissions have actually increased over last year, and only India is on course to meet its stated targets to cut emissions. A,
0: that's not good news. B, Didn't Republicans spend a whole bunch of years telling us that China and India would never sign on to reduce uh,
1: fossil fuel emissions? You mean they spent many years lying about China and India? Point taken. Now global leaders are in Poland for the 24th Conference of the Parties to the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change, or COP24 for short.
0: Which is being held in coal country and sponsored by the coal industry.
1: Indeed. Host nation Poland got its coal industry to sponsor the conference and is literally decking the halls of the exhibition center with piles of coal. Uh,
0: really? Yes, really. Oh, my God.
1: The goal of this year's conference is to write the rule book on mechanisms for countries to meet the emissions reduction targets that nearly 200 countries agreed to in the Paris Climate Agreement back in 2015. It's also supposed to figure out how they will report, how they will verify their progress, and also to increase financial support for hard-hit developing countries. In his speech, opening COP24, British documentary filmmaker and environmental activist Sir David Attenborough spoke of the urgency of a world at a crossroads. If we don't take action, the collapse of our civilizations and the extinction of much of the natural world is on the horizon. And as the Paris agreement proved, together... We can make real change. We should note that Trump's intention to withdraw the U.S. from the Paris climate accord can't actually occur until the day after the 2020 U.S. presidential election. However, he has succeeded in undermining the agreement and encouraging other countries like Australia, Brazil, and Poland to backslide. But there is some good news from COP24. The World Bank announced on Monday it will invest a record $100 billion to fund adaptation and mitigation projects in developing countries.
0: Didn't the World Bank just a few weeks ago say they would no longer fund any coal projects anywhere in the world? That they did. So, see, there's some progress. Indeed. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And
1: I'm Desi Doyan.
0: And this has been your Green News Report.